hey guys, it's Sunray, and welcome back to the My So-Called Thoughts podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are tuning in, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or YouTube. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, my name is Sunray, and I'm your host of the podcast. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, I'm a wife, mama, and musician, and here I just like to ramble on and talk about random things that I feel like we experience in life. I feel like there are certain things that we all deal with. And some things we are, you know, maybe we don't want to talk about them, but we're all truly feeling it and thinking it. So I like to talk about those things and chat about them so that we can move forward in life and we can end on a positive note. How can we heal from the things that we're dealing with and how, how can we deal with the things that we're healing from? Oh, I think I said that last podcast, if you remember. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so I want to, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in again today. Here we are, episode six. And as you probably have seen the title, it's okay to be old fashioned. Um, I feel like this podcast, it's going to appeal to a specific group of people. You know, when it comes to this podcast, I can only share my experience. In the future, I do hope to have um, different guests on. It's something that I'm pondering on and thinking about and something that I'm striving towards. Um, And I can only go off of my experience. You know, there are certain things where it's like, if I don't have experience in that, it's kind of weird to like do a podcast about it unless it's something like fact-based or, you know, different things like that. Um, But I feel like, like I said, I feel like this podcast is going to appeal to a specific group of people. And if you're not in that group of people, I still hope that you tune in and just, you know, hear me out, hear us out and, you know, just hear a different perspective. I think in life, you don't, you don't go wrong by listening to different perspectives. You don't always have to agree and you don't always have to support But just hearing people out, hearing where people come from, I think that doing that allows us to come together more as people and as a society when we're able to hear other people's stories and experiences. So I'm sharing mine, but I I know that there is a group of people out there that can resonate with this. So I want to talk about it, you know. Um, Again, starting off, it's okay to be old fashioned and I do feel like this episode could get a little controversial, but I feel like at some point, you know, I am going to get myself in trouble with these controversial podcasts. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it's a free country as long as you're in America. If you're not, I hope where you are living, you at least have the freedom to make a podcast that you want. I don't know. Um, And this is my podcast. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a self-centered way. I just mean that, you know, I'm going to talk about the things, like I mentioned, that I have experienced and I've gone through. Um, And in the future, I would love to get other perspectives and get other people on to hear their opinions and to hear their thoughts, too. And we will get there one day. Cross my fingers. And I know um, and I pray that I will. And I I believe that'll happen. Um, And there's just certain things that I want to talk about and like get off my chest because it's like I... Sometimes I think about stuff and I'm like, I cannot be the only one. And I talk to people and then I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. Um, You know, I know there's got to be other people out there that think the same way as I do when it comes to certain things. And, you know, of course, if you don't think the same way, then that's fine. You know, we are all entitled to our thoughts, opinions and everything in between. Um, sometimes when I'm talking about stuff, I get really passionate. So if I seem like strong, it's just because I get passionate. But at the end of the day, if this is not you or not for you, that's fine. We have 
uh, five other episodes you can tune into, um, at least, you know, before this one goes. And then obviously we're going to continue after episode six. Um, I feel like there are different ways of life, though. And again, I think that it's important to hear other people's perspectives. Um, and if you don't want to hear it, that's fine. You just say, you know what, that's not for me. And you go away. You know, you don't need to bash people and you don't need to, you know, whatever. But I don't want to get off on a tangent um, anyway. But I want to talk about being old fashioned, traditional. And by that, I have to say this. I mean, when it comes to handling certain life experiences, um, you know, we've talked a lot about society on this podcast so far. It's probably because I'm super into, um, you know, psychology, which is a lot of oftentimes linked to sociology. That's probably why I always have all these opinions about society, um, you know, and, and I'm usually sharing like my distaste for things in society. Um, and, and maybe that's just me, you know, and that's not everything, but maybe I'm just different, you know, but I know I'm not alone. And I feel like if I feel like I'm not alone in something, I want to talk about it because I know somebody out there is, I just know somebody out there has to be thinking this way and they need to know that they're not alone too. Um, and you know, again, like I said, a few moments ago, I feel like there are things and, you know, walks of life that get, you know, penalized and old being old fashioned traditional is one of them. And I feel like it's not fair, you know, like, you know, as long as you live in a free country, you know, live however you choose to live. I mean, it really comes down to your choice. We ultimately have a choice, but we shouldn't make other people feel bad about the way that they choose to live. And, you know, if you have opinion, again, I think that that's fine. And if I think if you want to share that with someone, you know, do, you know, do as you please share your opinion, but you, and you, you don't have to like what other people do and you don't have to celebrate it. You don't have to support it. Let people make their own choices because at the end of the day it affects you. It affects them and not you. And again, that's just my opinion. But, you know, before I dive in, um, and sorry for a little intro rant, but um, I want to be clear. I'm talking, when it comes to like being old fashioned traditional, I'm talking about like specific life experiences and I'll get into that in just a second. Um, I'm not talking about like hating people and hurting people. That's not what we're talking about here. So if you clicked on that and thought that that's what this is about, it isn't. Um, I'm not even going to go down that path. This is just talking about like certain life choices that you make for yourself in a sense. And, uh, you know, I also want to talk about when it comes to be traditional, being traditional, you know, wanting to save yourself for marriage, wanting to get married young wanting to be a young parent, wanting to buy a house and live there as long as possible. Maybe you don't want to rent or maybe you do want to rent or just different things. And I feel like these are concepts in society that have just completely been abandoned. And a lot of times they get looked down upon or people would just think you're weird or lying. (laughs) And I will, you know, I'll get into that in a second too. And, you know, I have to be honest, I guess I, I, I guess you could say I'm a more traditional person. You know, that's just who I am. Um, I guess I was kind of raised that way, but kind of not. Like, it was on purpose. It's just how I grew up. You know, I grew up with both of my parents there, and they're married, and I know that not a lot of people have grown up that way. Um, I grew up going to church. My parents never forced anything on me, though. Like, I will say that. Every decision that I made when it came to going to church and different things I typically made on my own. Obviously, my parents took me to church, but when it came to my faith and different things, those were my own decisions. And again, I, I think I said this last um, podcast, but I, I will 
here and there talk more about my faith. It is very important to me, and I'm probably going to make um, a podcast about struggling with faith and like church hurt and stuff like that. And that'll probably have to be two episodes because it's going to be so long. But anyway, you know, I I grew up going to church, like I mentioned, and I made a decision at 14 years old that I wanted to save myself for marriage. You know, there was like that typical purity banquet or whatever you want to call it at church. Um, but nothing was forced. It was more about teaching and education when it came to just educating on what the Bible says about that. And, um, you know, at the time I was entering high school and I was obviously I understood the concept of sex and, you know, things like that. I wasn't, you know, naive um, or just uneducated about it. And I made that decision. That was a decision that I wanted to do. Um, no, again, nothing was forced. They didn't force us to do anything. It was a decision I came to on my own and I remember it. And I remember I got a purity ring, which, again, that was my choice to purchase um, my parents didn't force that on me. The church didn't force that on me. And I, I'm just having like a flashback, like thinking about it. And I literally wore that purity ring all the way up until I got engaged. Um, but anyway, we'll get to that. Um, for me, you know, I was making a promise to God, but also to myself that I wanted to save myself. You know, I personally wanted to honor God, um, with my body, like it talks about, I believe, and it's in First or Second Corinthians, um, in the Bible, like so. Let's podcast, you know, re- read your own word, <laughs> do your own study. <laughs> Don't just listen to me. You know, you have to go and read the word on your own. But you know, I, you know, for me, when I was making the decision just for myself too, like I was going into high school, like I said, I wanted to avoid potential pregnancy. I wanted to avoid STDs, heartache, and all that type of stuff that can come with it. And I decided to wait. That again, it was just my old decision, my own decision, and again, it's it's so. I feel like it's just looked down upon, and people used to tell me that it was stupid that I was making that decision, and you know, everyone knows the popular phrase, you know, you need to try it before you buy it. You know, I've heard it all before, and I'm sure you have too. And you know, I had to decide that I didn't care you know, what other people had to say. I had to decide for myself that I didn't care if people made fun of me or thought I was lying about saving myself. You know, and a lot of people thought this when they would ask me, you know, like if I was a virgin and stuff, they would say, you know, uh, you know, are you and stuff? And I would say, yeah, you know, I'm waiting until I'm married. And they would just like, no, you're not. Da, da, da. And, you know, my point of bringing this up, of course, is just because it's not to like push, you know, I know people call it like purity culture. Again, I'm sharing my experience, but, you know, there. I know that there's a lot of young people. I'm not sure the demographic of people that listen to my podcast, but if you are, you know, young or even if you have done it and want to stay celibate, like, it's okay to make that choice. And that's kind of the point that I'm trying to get at. And, you know, going back to it, I'm happy to say that I, I did wait and I did wait until marriage. And, you know, it was my decision to do that my personal decision that no one forced me to do, my promise to God and my promise to myself. And I think that it's okay to make those decisions if you want to. And that's the part where I think society looks down on it. They make you feel weird and there's all these pressures and stuff. 
you know, there's so much pressure to have sex and to do this and to do that at really young ages. Like nowadays you're hearing kids doing it at like 11 or 12 years old and it's disgusting. It's absolutely gross. Like I was still playing with dolls when I was 11 or 12 years old. Like <laughs> I was playing with my little Polly Pockets. <laughs> you remember Polly Pockets? I was playing with my little Polly Pockets and I hadn't even, you know, I didn't get my period yet. I think I got it when I was almost 13 or so, but you know, you know, we live in this culture now that if you're not having sex and there's something wrong with you, you're made out to be weird, you're a prude, you're an outcast. And I just think that that is so weird when you really, you know, think about it. You know, society doesn't talk about how much pain, hardship and issues can come from giving yourself to someone just willy nilly. You know, we live in a world where hookup culture is glorified. And if you're not doing it, then there's something wrong with you. And it's just not right. I can't explain to you how many people that I've talked to, you know, friends and just family and just different people who had told me about their experience and they lost it at 14 years old, 15, 16. And, you know, they'll be like, yeah, I was to an older person or it was, it was this and it was that. And I had to take a plane B pill and I had to do all this stuff. And it's like, it's just, it's not right that the young people of this generation are, have to deal with like these pressures because when it really comes down to it, I don't know if this is true now, but I know that when I was in high school, statistically only half of high school students were actually having sex. And it's like, you know, so what, where's this pressure? <laughs> because, it, it, you know what I mean? It's like society is pushing something that's statistically not even real. You know, I, I just don't understand it. And like, you know, not even just considering the religious aspect of it. Why is it weird if someone makes a decision not to lay down with somebody like it doesn't mean that they love that person any less and it doesn't mean that it isn't difficult you know to stick it out regarding that decision because we have hormones and we have different feelings and different things in our body that are very natural like the fact that again that there are children as young as 12 you know 13 years old it's just gross like there's no way a 13 year old can fully understand the responsibility of having sex. Now, I, you know, I mentioned earlier, I, I made my decision to save myself at 14, but I didn't fully, fully understand the capacity of what it means to do something, you know, to do that act at that age and what it comes with emotionally, physically, and just all of that nature. You don't understand it when you're that young. And what I, you know, what I mean is like understanding the maturity that sex requires and understanding, you know, being comfortable with your body and with that other person and the soul ties that come with it. Nobody ever wants to talk about soul ties. Everyone just says, yeah, hit it, quit it. I'm fine. But no soul ties. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you believe in. You know, you know, the weight of not knowing if you're pregnant or not, even if you took all the precautions necessary, like a child cannot fathom this at all. You know, I don't care what you say. A child cannot fathom this. And it's just gross that it's even happening. I hate to bring this up because I'm not bashing because I don't know the circumstances and I don't know like what happened. But I was scrolling on TikTok the other day. There was this young girl, God bless her. I hope that it, I hope that she's well. And at the end of the day, the past, the past can't undo it. Right. I think that she was 14 and she did a TikTok saying she had her first kiss at 14 Two months later, she has sex for the first time, and a month later, she was pregnant. And she has her baby. And, and again, God bless her. If she's doing well, you can't undo the past. It is what it is. I hope she's living a happy and healthy life, and I hope her child is healthy too. And I hope that everything is okay in the way that it should be. 
But when I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, that's, it's, it's sad that it's just sad. You know what I mean? To, to think about that, that a child now has to take care of a child. You know what I'm saying? And I, again, I don't want to get into it because there's so much to unpack there, but I wish her the best. But it's just, it's hard seeing it, especially when like you're an adult and like you've, you've kind of gone through life and you've gone through different circumstances and you're looking, you're just like, ugh. You know, it's sad about it because if you ask these children, <laughs> because they're children, why they did it, they'd say it's because they were pressured or because somebody else was doing it. You know, it's heartbreaking because, again, there's just no way that a child can understand what it's even like. Like, you know, at that age, your hormones are raging, right? But there's also no way that a child can understand like really being attracted to somebody like sexually so ugh, like it's just there's no way a kid can understand that and then you get shamed you know for wanting to teach children and you know teenagers that they should save themselves for marriage they call it purity culture and they say that it's wrong and all this type of stuff they'll say you know oh well they'll do it anyway and you're just shoving it down their throats and again whether you're religious or not I just think it still applies you know, you could teach these kids to save themselves or, you know, you know, whatever you believe, if you think that they should at least wait until they're 18 or whatever, you can teach that, but then you get shamed for it and they call it purity culture. How is it bad or wrong to want to inform children that they should save themselves when they can avoid many hardships? And there's some I haven't even named and I'm not even going to go there, but you already know what I'm talking about. And that's why I made the decision. I, of course, made it because I wanted to honor God. But the other half was I wanted to avoid all that potential heartache and issues that come along with randomly hooking up and and giving myself just to anybody. I just personally was like, I don't want to go through it. I don't want to deal with it. And, you know, of course, if you're listening to this and, you know, you you decided to save yourself from marriage, then there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what I want to talk about. But... If you haven't made that decision and wish you did or whatever, I'm not shaming you either. That's not the point of the podcast. It's that if you want to make that type of decision, it's okay. You you know, at the end of the day, everyone's got their own life choices. I've said it a bunch already that you're entitled to make as long as you're not hurting anyone. But it's okay to be traditional. And it's okay to choose to be traditional even if if you've already, you know, had sex and, and you just want to make a change for the next relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. You could say, you know, well, I've already done it, but I'm going to choose to be celibate because that's what I want to do. But then it's even crazy that we have to call this like, quote unquote, traditional or old fashioned just because maybe you did some things in other relationships. But you say, you know, now I'm going to just choose to be celibate because I'm not trying to go there anymore. But then you get labeled weird, uh, prude, traditional. Like, why do I even have to title the podcast this, you know? I also want to touch, I mentioned it earlier on like getting married young. I got married at 23 and my husband was 26. We dated for four and a half years before getting married and we were engaged for a year and a half. But that four and a half years that we were together, that also included the engagement. You know, when we did it, when we got married, we were financially stable. We had set jobs. You know, we loved each other. We knew that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together so it's like okay get married (laughs) la di da nothing wrong with it right I feel like getting married young is sometimes looked down upon too 
and society. And I really don't get why. And I'm talking about like, obviously, if you are, let's say you're older, but like you're not in a relationship, you know, this, you know, obviously you're not going to go get married tomorrow. But I feel like those that like are in relationships uh, or long term relationships and the things that I just mentioned, they get looked down upon for wanting to get married young. I remember watching this interview uh, with Steph Curry. I think him and his wife got married young, around 23 as well. Um, If you look it up, you'll see the interview I'm talking about. And I think somebody asked him, like, why he got married young. You know, and of course you think, well, he's rich. You know, he could have any girl he wants, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think he said something along the lines of, like, why wait? And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't want to wait, why why do you have to wait? Because society says you can't get married until you're 30 years old. You know? And, of course, if you don't want to get married, whew, I do. if you do not want to get married, please don't. <laughs> please do not. If you're not financially stable, if you're not emotionally ready, all that type of stuff, oh, my God, don't. Please. But, it, you know, it, it is interesting the society perpetuates that you could have all of these things, be madly in love, but no, you shouldn't get married yet. And I do understand that the divorce rate is high among younger couples. But if you dig deeper into the statistics, you'll, you'll find that the leading cause of divorce, for the most part, a lot of the time is finances. It's not even because of infidelity or anything like that. Which, of course, you know, the younger you are, the, the more inclined you, you may not be, um, you know, as smart with your finances as you could be. That may be the case. That's just a guess. Like, that's like my own opinion that as you're younger, as you get older, you learn how to deal with finances more and things of that nature. And, you know, of course, I'm not advocating saying that everyone has to get married young. (laughs) I just don't see why society has an issue with it if that's what you want to do. And why society makes marriage seem so scary and virtually invalidating. And, you know, they say it's just a piece of paper. And that's all it is. You know, I will say that I understand that going through the process of a divorce can be extremely messy and tough. And I would imagine that it's tough even if everything is done amicably. I don't even know what it's like to go through that. Legally, again, if even if even if you are on good terms, you just decide you just don't want to be with one another anymore. But there is an aspect that I, I don't understand. And I'm not being condescending like I really don't like I wish somebody would actually like explain it to me. And if this is you again, like do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just talking about my experience and some of the things that I don't get with society, because, of course, who would who what would this podcast be if I'm not talking about my distaste for society? Um, I see a lot of couples who will purchase homes together. They have multiple children together, but won't get married. And I guess I that's just the part that I I don't really understand. And that's like a genuine me saying like I don't understand. I'm not judging. I just really don't get it. You know, agreeing to a 30-year mortgage with someone you're not married to is a lot. You know, like, I I guess my question is, like, what happens if things go south? Or, you know, you guys decide you don't want to be together anymore, and both your names 
are on the deed of the home. You know, like who gets the house? I'm genuinely asking, who gets the house? Like, how does this work? And, you know, you may say, well, you know, just because you're married doesn't mean that things can't go south, which is totally true. I've seen some marriages go south. And, you know, I have known people who have had multiple failed marriages. I guess my question is more so for the couples that do love each other and want to stay committed to one another long term and have no, you know, plans or future separation or or anything. I guess I don't understand the aspect of, you know, choosing not to get married. Because, like, I feel like having children with someone is a lifelong commitment. You know, you literally have to deal with that other parent for the next 18 years, like, at least, to co-parent. And I know that some, sometimes people have children without the intent of pursuing a relationship with the other parent. And I'm not really talking about that. Like, I get props and accolades to the parents who go through that and peacefully co-parent and are on great terms and push forward to ensure that, you know, the child has, you know, everything that they need. And even though they're not staying in a relationship uh, with one another. I guess I'm more so asking the question of those who like literally plan to have a child with someone, but like refuse to get married. I guess I just don't understand it. And like back to the house situation, like I like I said, you know, sometimes I see people intentionally purchase a house. They have children. And if you ask them if they want to get married or if that's something that they would ever want to do, they'll say no or, you know, I don't know. And again, I, you know, I'm not hating on this. It's just a concept that I'm curious about because I feel like society pushes the idea that marriage isn't necessary and then it's just a piece of paper. And I just wonder if there's people out there that have been that have kind of taken in this society viewpoint of marriage and that's why they don't do it. I guess I'm just curious. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to have to, like, dig into the statistics (laughs) or something, Uh, you know, but I just don't get why people wouldn't do it if they do all those things and you know society makes us think that you can do just about anything and not be married I mean you can at least in America but I just don't know why anyone would want to you know like I don't know and I didn't mean to go into a rant about marriage and such but I think it just still correlates with the concept of like being old-fashioned and traditional because society is you know always making marriage seem so meaningless and it's, it's kind of sad when you think about it. And, you know, I think, you know, also it's just weird that I even have to refer, I said this earlier, that I even have to refer these concepts as old-fashioned and traditional. Like the fact that someone wants to get married young and they have everything, they have the means to do so, they're in love, you know, they have everything set up for success, people will still tell them, oh, why get married? Like, the fact that someone may decide to choose, you know, not to have sex and, and, and wait until they're married, it's considered out of date. And this is where I think that it's just weird, you know? And again, you know, if you've chosen to live your life another way, <laughs> do what you got to do. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell anyone how to live their life. And there's no way people are going to do the past. And maybe you've just made... You've just made decisions for yourself. I just think that overall, people should be able to make these decisions without being ridiculed, without being looked down upon. You know, if someone says, no, you know, I'm waiting until I get married, but 
I'm 27 years old or whatever. Okay, well, that's what they decided to do. I don't know why it concerns anyone. Or, you know, let's say that someone says, okay, well, we're getting married and we're 22 years old and we're financially stable. We have our jobs. We have our house. We have all this and we love each other and we want to start a family. So we're going to get married. And they'll be like, oh, you know, they'll look at the guy and they'll say, oh, but don't you want to hook up with some other chicks or something? And it's just like, why? I just, I don't get it. Like, people are made to feel weird about this stuff. Like, it's an issue to do this stuff. And you know what I really think is messed up? A lot of times, like, you'll see Christians make these decisions based off of their faith. And as you heard in my story, my decision, you know, to wait until marriage and even to get married because, you know, my husband and I, we believe in marriage. So that was another reason why we got married when we did. You know, it was heavily influenced on my faith as a whole, everything. I think it's unfair that Christians get judged for making these decisions, which when you think about it, they're not hurting anyone, you know, for the most part. And, you know, people have their opinions, yet... You know, there are other religions out there or other belief systems that hold the same freaking values. And they don't get shamed for the decision to be traditional or old-fashioned. They get praised for it. Though You'll be told, oh, you have to respect their beliefs. And da-da-da-da. Meanwhile, you know, me in high school, I'm a, you know, proud Christian. And I'm 15 years old and someone asks me if I'm a virgin. They think I'm lying. And I'll say, no, I'm waiting because that's what I want to do. And they'll say... Oh, you know, why? Why would you want to do that? But if I would, I promise you, if I would have said I was another religion, they would have nothing to say. Maybe, see, that needs to probably be its own podcast. <laughs> I say that every time. You guys are going to get tired of me because I sound like a broken record. You know, I personally just don't get that. And like I said, I, I may make another podcast about intolerance of christianity because i could talk about that for a while maybe i don't know but my overall point is that you know if you hold these values you know don't let society change you if you want to wait until marriage then that's that's fine or if you want to get married young if you want to start a family young or whatever you know do what makes you happy you don't need to be a baddie or whatever they say. You don't need to be Miss Independent Woman. I don't need a man. Now, hey, if that's you, do you. Like, this isn't an anti-whatever podcast or an intolerant podcast. But for those out there that want to do these things, you know, don't be discouraged. I feel like a lot of times growing up, especially like in college, you know, I talked about it earlier there's a lot of hook hookup culture and there's a lot of pressures to hook up with people and to, you know, hit and quit and to and to do all this stuff. And I just think that, you know, it, it's sad when you see young people out there that don't want to party and don't want to do this stuff. That was another thing, too. You know, growing up, I, I didn't go to parties. I didn't do none of that stuff. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't do any of that. And I would get looked down upon you know, for just not wanting to do it. I just didn't have a desire to do it. No one was forcing me not to do it. I just was like, I don't want to do those things. I don't want to drink. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to do this and that. You know, when I was in high school and, you know, I would get made fun of for it. But it's like, why do we make fun of people just because they don't want to drink alcohol? 
why do we make fun of people because they don't want to smoke cigarettes or smoke weed or stuff like that? I think that's another part of this, too. They'll get called old-fashioned or traditional because they don't want to do that. It's like, I'm a freaking kid, and I don't want to do this stuff. I'm a child, you know, in, in high school. It's like, I'm under 18. I'm a, you are a, I'm a kid. You are a kid. Why am I getting made fun of? Because I don't want to do that stuff. Why? You know? And that's just kind of what I mean. It's just, it's just tough for, for the young people out there, for the adults out there that, like, you've got adults that say, you know, I don't drink and I don't smoke. I don't do this and that. And they go out with their friends because, you know, it's just like a, a night out with the girls and then they get pressured to drink. And they get pressured to do this stuff. And it's like, you know, you go out and, you know, you just have to have a drink. You, you go out and you just have to, you have to hit the blunt. And I just don't understand why. It, at the end of the day, if that's something that you choose not to do and something that you don't want to do, why do we have to discredit other people? Why? But I just think that, you know, we need to stop making you know, adults feel bad about adult decisions that they're making. Because like I said, it's not even just in high school. Like as long as you're an adult, a conscious adult, making consensual and conscious decisions, and you're the right state of mind, leave people alone. You know, overall, I can't, you know, I can't say that I'm an advocate specifically like for young marriage, like in particular. I'm more of an advocate of getting married when you want to. That's what I'd have to say when you're, like I said, financially stable and you're the right state of mind, you love each other and you promise to commit to each other forever. And as far as, you know, waiting until marriage, the Bible does say, you know, you should wait, which is why I made the personal decision to do so. And, you know, you know, if you're not a believer, I feel like you can't lose out if you do make that decision. I know it's hard because of, of the society pressures and it's normal to have sexual desires, like I mentioned even when you're not married. And I'm not here to like push that on anybody or convince anyone of anything. Like I'm just a girl on a podcast. <laughs> but, you know, if you are listening to this and you've already made your decisions, like I don't have a desire to change them. But if you are someone out there, like I said, that wants to get married young or just wants to start a family young, wants to wait until marriage, doesn't want to drink, doesn't want to smoke and doesn't want to do all this type of stuff, you are validated and it's okay. Don't let your friends, don't let your family, don't let pressures, don't let other people convince you that you're not enough because you don't want to do these things. Again, if you're a conscious adult, you don't have to do that stuff. You don't. You don't want to drink? Fine. You don't want to sleep with the next guy at the bar? Fine. Make your decisions because it's important to you and do what you can to protect yourself. And if that is making those decisions, then again, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, and, and if you were thinking about it or thinking about being celibate, you can't lose. So that's another reason why I don't know why people get judged. Because, you know, you when you make that decision to be celibate or, you know, to do, let's say I, I want to be safe. Like I came out tonight, so I'm not going to drink or I, you know, I don't want to smoke because I don't want to do this or you know just whatever it is I don't want to do the drugs that they're doing or whatever it is you're making a decision to protect yourself I don't understand why you're why someone would want to make some fun of somebody for making those decisions you know what I mean again this podcast is more so to validate the people that have made these decisions 
And if you've made, and if you do those things, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, just do what you got to do. What it, it is your life and your choice. But I know that for me, growing up, I was always looked down upon because I didn't want to do that stuff. And I wish that someone would have told me, you know, outside of church and stuff, that it was okay that I didn't want to do certain things and that I wanted to get married young and I wanted to do this and that. I wish somebody would have told me it's okay if you want to make those decisions. You're making a conscious decision for your for yourself and it also is connected to your faith and you are validated because of that. This is more of a validation podcast. <laughs> you know, like I said, you know, just going back to if you do decide to be celibate, I mean, I don't see what's wrong with that because no heartache, no attachments, no breakups, no pregnancy, no STDs, no diseases, you know. It's okay to want to protect yourself. And that's all I'm saying. You know, I, I really wanted to talk about this because I feel like there are certain things that I grew up with and I wish that somebody told me it was okay and I didn't have to feel weird. I didn't have to deal with the pressures and get made fun of and stuff because of my own decisions. You know, especially when I made it for myself and no one was forcing me to make them. And that's my overall bottom line. You know, I know that there are people out there that are listening that may feel the same way as I do and may think like, you know, hey, I made those decisions and I, I used to get made fun of for it or just, you know, whatever it is, whether, you know, you are newly making those decisions as an adult or, you know, you, you made those decisions a year ago or when you were younger. It's OK to be old fashioned or traditional or whatever the heck society wants to call it if that's what you choose to do. Don't let what you see on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and all this type of stuff, don't let people make you feel bad. And that's really what I want to get to. I know that uh, today's episode um, is a little bit shorter than my normal episodes, but this is something I just wanted to get off, off my chest. And I feel like I feel like it's, you know, it's a message that doesn't need to be said, <laughs> you know, 15 million times and 15 million different ways. But I wanted to talk about this because I'm always going to, like I said, talk about like my experiences and some of the things that I've personally gone through. And I like to share those things because I know that there are people out there that think the same or have gone through the same things. And overall, again, like if this wasn't for you and that's not the way you live your life, then cool. Do what you got to do. You know, honestly, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate anyone for their own decisions, but I am going to speak up for those that I feel like have gone through what I've gone through, just like anyone would speak up for things that they've gone through and and that they, they want to feel like not alone and stuff. But if you have made it to the end of the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to try to be less controversial <laughs> because I really don't like to be like, I, I just don't like to talk about controversial stuff because some things are slippery slopes, but some things I'm going to get off my chest and I'm going to talk about. Um, so again, thank you so much uh, for tuning into today's podcast. Um, if you made it all the way to the end, again, thank you so much and leave a comment if you're listening via YouTube or even if you didn't listen via YouTube, go ahead and, you know, leave a little view and a comment on the YouTube video. Also feel free to, um, again, leave a review, leave a comment or anything of that nature on our Instagram page. Go ahead and follow, um, follow the Instagram page. It's at my so-called thoughts pod. Um, instead of it just being podcast, it's at my so-called thoughts pod. Um, thank you so much. 
for tuning in if you've listened to every single episode. I cannot even believe that I've been doing this for about five or six weeks and I'm having so much fun and I'm just so thankful um, for those that are listening and tuning in. Um, I'm just so thankful for you. So thank you so much. Um, I don't normally do this, but I just want to say a little prayer at the end of this podcast. I pray that whatever you're facing in your life, that you will find the strength to get through it. And I pray that you will receive the wisdom that you need for whatever you're going through. Um, So I just wanted to say that um, little prayer in Jesus' name. But um, thank you so much again for tuning in. And I hope wherever you're listening to this that you are well. But again, this is Sunray, and I'm out. Peace. (music) 